0: Do
1: you know why they're called 100 Thieves? God. No, go on. It's because they've just stolen a strategy off of Tempo Storm.
0: Oh my God, there it is.
1: There we go. So they've got like, they've probably stolen a couple of other concepts over the years. So they're probably like, we've got 96 more thieves to discover before Hmm. the prophecy is fulfilled. And then nature can just crumble into dust and just float into areas. Life is complete at that point. But, uh, I, that was actually off the cuff. That was not a bad, pl- bad joke that was planned. Serious, it was just a was bad joke cuff,
0: that yeah. came within the moment. It was bad, but like because it came in the moment, <laughs> it maybe isn't quite as bad. You know what I mean? It's actually yeah, quite if, impressive. Yeah, I, like, I wouldn't have been able, able to do that. For that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my <laughs> head would have exploded as opposed to come up with a, with a good one like that. Oh, there we go.
1: So yeah, this video is all making about under- Thieves making a game which working title Project X, yeah, which is thieving a film title right so now we're on what 95 95 thieves to go yeah (laughs) yeah and um the thing the thing the the weird thing initially is they've announced it but they have no idea what the fuck they're doing yeah but that's actually the good thing as well because is exciting as well yeah they're building they're doing the whole building in public thing which i think obviously is a huge thing among like startups right now Mm -hmm. especially on like startup twitter at least which I frequent more than I care to admit, but like they've been on about building in public since like the pandemic started, effectively,
0: hmm.
1: where you just show the highs and lows of stuff, yeah, as you go along before you've actually got anything fucking tangible, yeah, as a means of having an audience when your project launches, which is great because yeah, if you look at like Apex Legends, which was huge, but they had to do, I'm pretty sure they paid like Ninja like a million and a bunch of other like big influencers at the time, like money to play the game as it came out.
0: And yeah. the only information prior that. to
1: its launch was like, oh, there's a Titanfall spin-off Battle Royale thing coming soon in like mm-hmm. two weeks from a leak account. And that was about it. So like mm-hmm. they, had, they went for like the Beyonce album drop thing where it's like, boom, there you go as an album. But it's like, they're not Beyonce. <laughs> so they don't have yeah, that yeah, track yeah. record and not everyone knew to be excited for it. Exactly. Whereas the building in public stuff, like 100 Thieves at this point, say their game comes out in like 2027, if it even does ever come out that's like a long runway
0: of being able to build anticipation, make people feel like they're involved in some way. You know? Yeah. That's one of the things I quite like about hundred thieves, to be honest, is you know how everybody now in any field is everybody knows that, Oh, content or oh, personal brand or oh, the branding of a company is really important. So everyone is trying to force out this content. I've seen it like from a lot of different people, you know, Ben Francis, the guy that runs Gymshark. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've just I don't know. I mean, it might not be, but it seems very stiff when I watch it. And it's like your strategy is to make content, which kind of pisses me off. Like I know that it's the smart strategy, oh, but for gosh. some people it just comes easier than others than others. And for some people it just feels forced. And I hate that everyone is fucking doing it because they know it's the thing to do. Like, oh let's look authentic even, without being authentic. Not well, say so- I mean, yeah, not to dump on them too much, but like The reason I was saying that is because 100 Thieves, like, I don't know, it just feels natural. Like, Nadeshot is an actual, like, legendary content creator. That's because he's come at it,
1: like, the other way around, whereas Ben Francis was firmly not a personality (laughs) prior. He's just a geezer who's like, lift weights, feel good. Which, I respect, fair play G. Yeah, Uh, And and then from there, like, he's not the CEO anymore, is he? He's like, he's basically like an ambassador, effectively, but...
0: Yeah, is he the chairman or something? I can't something remember. Something, but I, it's the same thing. From from what what I like, can
1: tell he just goes around going, "Jim Shark is sick." Yeah, mate, look at this. And you know,
0: you know, like people who just do it and do it well. Like for example, Stephen Bartlett just got an amazing personal brand now. Do you not like him? Eh, not at all. I uh, see. I, I quite like him. I don't. I, I listen to his podcast and shit. But he is—he's a good example of someone that just did it and did it really well. It's worked. Because for you him. are seeing this, for, yeah. It's worked for it massively now, but you are seeing this—this this wave of. Yeah, people just just
1: fucking forcing it. But like, part of me thinks like, what does he actually fucking do work wise? Who's um, Stephen Bartlett? Yeah, I don't just, think he's got anything to do
0: with social chain anymore, is it? No, 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 no,
1: no. But like, yeah. even even that, uh, I don't know. I know I know a couple of people who used to work there, so I think maybe that like tarnished my opinion of him before I ever saw any of his stuff. But I, like, I did used either, to though. back in the day. I was a little Gary Vee obsessed fucker back when I was trying to like get going in writing and like building my own website and stuff. I would mm-hmm. watch the Gary V stuff. You got content, man, content, content <laughs> all the time. And then and then um there was like the UK version, which was effectively Stephen Batlett, right? And he had this ginger little ginger fella called Dodds editing for him and stuff like that. And that was like his D-Rock, and it all felt very much yeah. similar, and it was just like here I am, I'm flying to Jamaica today to go and close a deal. And it's like, yeah, sick mate, like, this is, yeah, whatever. So, mm. when I grew up, effectively I decided, yeah, this is objectively shit. Um, yeah. And I I tried a couple of his podcasts, but not for me. But again, like, I think he's another one where I don't think he's like a natural creator mm. by any means in fact. But then again, if you look at Nature when he first started streaming and creating content, he was an awkward fucker as well. Like, mad <laughs> awkward in fact, to be fair. Mm. So, I don't know what it is, but like he, well, yeah, he came up on the creator side first and then like pivoted into business and mm. which is a good way of doing things though, obviously. Yeah. I just you feel like you some almost people... don't plan those things. I don't think you, Oh, you know what? I'm going to get like 10 million subscribers
0: first, then I'll launch my business. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't, that's why, that's why people love nature is because it's all authentic. Yeah. I think, yeah, some people, for some people it works for some people, it really does just look fast and, with the 100 Thieves stuff, like everything they're doing feels authentic. And they're also make, making pretty good decisions, it seems like. Um, seemingly so.
1: So that, like they raised 60 million in their series C in December 2021, which is mm-hmm. something I actually forgot about in a couple of episodes ago when I said no one's raising big money anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, 100 Thieves is. But at that point, I remember there was a quote from Nadeshot, which probably actually wasn't <clears throat> said by him, but the PR person wrote for him. But, um, says something like, we're now able to create and acquire new companies that you wouldn't expect something along those lines, mm. so, like it's very clear with like the acquisition of High ground that they made, where you wouldn't necessarily expect them to do it, though it makes sense as an extension of who they are. This again, yeah. like you would never expect it, I don't think, because they're on the other side of the food chain here. they're the ones getting shafted by developers and publishers. It shouldn't be <laughs> them mm. becoming one and saying, Fuck you, we've got the power then." But yeah, a- yeah. I- again, like I- so, I guess this is part of that, and I imagine it'll take a lot of that sixty mil to truly get something off of the ground because you've got all the big hires in, yeah. to make first, and then I don't even know what else will go into it. But all of the planning and mm. uh, the-, the part of the reason I think it's such a high risk, high reward situation is because there's n- nothing's guaranteed at the end. There's no guarantee they're going to have a tangible product <laughs> at any yeah. point, or they're going to launch a product. Never mind it be successful or not. There are so many things that could come in where they actually it never gets off of the ground.
0: Yeah, you know I, I mean? don't, I don't know how much you really need to develop a game, and I guess it depends on how big they want to go. You know, if they're trying to develop the next fucking Call of Duty and like this beautiful massive, um. Thing that presumably cost might cost hundred million or something. I don't. I have no idea to be honest. Or like triple
1: A title or a little mobile.
0: That's exactly yeah. I mean, I feel like it'll be big whatever they choose to do. But will it be like a? Yeah, I think the fact that they've left themselves open is pretty cool, and it's exciting. Like, and the more I think about it, and we can get into this now if you want, like, being able to leverage creators and teams that they have. Mm-hmm. And they do have some of the biggest, like that's cool. Like, I, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Um, I, I, there's valuable feedback in that they can say,
1: like, what makes games good to them and what do their fans want to see, and those kind of things. Like, they can make really like informed decisions mm-hmm. at that point, I feel. But I think there's inherently a risk if you include, say, the Call of Duty team, for example, right? Say they're making mm-hmm. an FPS and they're saying, okay, we're going to tap. Our FPS players from Valorant and and COD, like what are the chances those players <laughs> stick around at all by the time the game's out, right? And if they're saying, I don't know how far they're going to go with like the creator player led stuff, but a smart move seemingly would be tying the game two hundred thieves as much as possible, and that could include having Courage as a character in game and yeah. having Kenny from uh, LA Thieves in the game and all these kind of things, like the life cycle or like the amount of time a player stays with a competitive team is mm. minimal. Like they can, sometimes they'll play two games and then get dropped and oh, I didn't work out. Sometimes they'll be there for a couple of years. You get the very rare ones where like it's scumper optic where he's there besides a minor blip of like 14 days where he's there for like 10 years. Mm. Like you have to be very careful. I feel around the people you choose to build.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because...
1: Especially a game. <laughs> Cause that's how because... to
0: change. What happens if there's a fallout, yeah, you make a good point, like yeah if if courage leaves gets a bet a better offer from from another org, and then he but he's a character in this hundred thieves game, it's mm. so like what happens then it's just a bit awkward, isn't it
1: yeah i I feel like basing too much of the game off of factors that could change very quickly, yeah yeah, is a worrying thing if it's like a if it's like a little puzzly kind of game where you're a robber, you're a thief, and you have to go storm the cash up compound and Mm. that's like you know that's a, uh, a building they're likely going to have for many years you would assume that's the headquarters like that seems safe to put in the game in my mm. mind like yeah, tie yeah. stuff together that way and you can have the sponsor integration at that point which is additional uh, additional profits potentially or as at least bonus exposure and stuff for the people that uh, sorry for the companies that pay to to partner with 100 thieves mm-hmm. but if you go as far as <laughs> including like I don't know, like the minutia of the players. I don't, I don't know if say like some of their Fortnite players and stuff. Like, there's no telling where Fortnite's going to be in three years. Never mind this player. I f- I feel like that's True. a bit of a risk. So I understand tapping their knowledge. Like these people play professionally. Like they know what makes a game good or what makes a game not so good. So that makes a lot mm. of sense to me. And using creators like Courage and Valkyrie makes some sense. Like they're literally bought in at this point. They have equity. They're not going to want to leave because Hundred Thieves is bigger than. 100 thieves is bigger than what courage is. Valkyrie, arguable, but like mm-hmm. it makes sense to stay attached to something like that.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, especially like you said, if they've got equity, um, which would probably be like one yeah. percent,
1: but I mean it's or maybe yeah. half a percent. But, it's still but I mean,
0: with this value of 100 thieves, that could be huge. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, the, I was thinking the same thing. Using um, Valkyrie. And courage is like the the obvious one, and also just being able to use the teams and the content creators to promote the game when it gets launched is so big. Because yeah, I don't know what their um, following is collectively as an org, you know, using all of the people that are associated with the brand, but it must be like tens of millions. I mean, it might even be hundreds of millions. It
1: probably will because they've got like the two hype group and a bunch of others that like aren't necessarily there day to day in their key promo stuff, mm. but like they were definitely there, so yeah there's a, a lot of eyeballs yeah. there and and if you're if you're sharing updates, say, on like a weekly or monthly basis for like four years on the lead up to a game which then looks good, like the people that are followed along at that point are not only gonna be so invested in how this game turns out if they like the sound of it, they're also gonna be mad invested in hundred thieves as a whole because mm-hmm. they've been on that journey with them this whole time. Yeah. and like the fandom area of esports is something obviously we discussed in a in a past video but is something like that crucially needs to be built upon
0: mm-hmm. not
1: not only having that number there to say they're a follower which obviously helps but like those who are like willing to support you by buying your products mm-hmm. and we've seen that somewhat with like high ground how quickly they sell out now versus the scale at which they were out before 100 thieves mm-hmm. like they do have fans that are Looking to collect every single thing that comes out from the apparel and from high ground and, and stuff, right? So, yeah. uh, just further engaging like an audience and like cross promoting it between like a game which theoretically could stand entirely separate from 100 Thieves as a company in terms of mm-hmm. if it seems if in, in steam in like five years, there's nothing to say it has to be branded 100 Thieves whatsoever, it could just yeah. be a fire game. <laughs> And then within yeah. that, there are some elements that link back to it. Like there's a lot of opportunities for like building fandom. I, I think here, which
0: yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent It's obviously and, crucial. Yeah, and coming and just coming back to the point of, you know, why does Hundred Thieves have the following? It's because people really do see them as, as as cool as the cool kids. Like this is what I was saying before: is content isn't something people are now using it as like a checkbox activity. Like yeah, we make content, but it's. People aren't going to care about the people that aren't authentic. Like I said, Nade shot really did build it, and really does have a massive following, and mm-hmm. has used this personal profile to build a foundation with really good executives, seemingly. Uh-huh. And now they're making the good decisions, and now they could really catapult to like actual, like elite tier fandom for for years. Um, yeah, I'm. In, I wonder if they do associate the game with the hundred T brand like explicitly, because it'll always be there. Like people will just know that it's a 100T game. You know what I mean? They'll 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 know that this is the one that 100T made. Um,
1: as long as like they're aware of 100Ts, but say you're just a Randy who isn't a Randy, fuck me. If you're a random person, random Steam user, <laughs> Jesus Christ, speaking like a true gamer then. If you're some scrub, <laughs> some Randy scrub. Um, and you're not really into esports, you don't really follow it. And you go in Steam and you see like a top 10 game in the marketplace right now. And it's yeah. their, it's hundred thieves game. If you're not aware of hundred thieves, like you may yeah, so not it's know, not but that's not inherently a bad thing either. It's,
0: though no, it's not. This is why ultimately the game needs to be good. <laughs> that that like it sounds so one. obvious to say, yeah, but it's like the game has to be good first. Like people have to want to play it. If not, yeah. it could just be a massive big face plan. And uh, you know, at least they've been able to produce all this content, but the end product isn't there.
1: I, I think one part of it is. As well, like battle royale was the hype for a bit, mm. but now I don't think there's a clear favorite, like <coughs> genre or one you can predict will be the next big thing in like five years.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So there's also a bit more pressure to like decide on something they think will be relevant by the time <laughs> it actually releases, whenever that may be, because they're not going to have uh, the manpower. Can you say that these days, the person power of um, <laughs> as a AAA studio? You know, mm-hmm. uh, they're not they're not going to have that, so they. I don't know. It has to either be a small game which they can pump out quite quick, like two years,
0: mm-hmm. or they have
1: to think of like a timeless concept. Obviously it's like tried and true genres like FPSs and stuff, like it'd be interesting to see if they wanted to try and take on a CS and a Valorant, but I don't see I don't see that being the case. They've nah. competed in both of them and obviously uh, they're quite high up in the I guess the hierarchy of, of teams in Valorant, mm-hmm. even from a popularity standpoint. So yeah, I guess you don't want yeah. to step on any toes there, especially if you're looking to become like a partner of VCT when that mm-hmm. comes around in 2023. I wonder if any developers will have any issues actually with with them, depending on what kind of genre they go into. If they do something that's way too close to Fortnite, for example, I don't know how you'd do that. Or mm-hmm. Valorant or COD, would any of them have a problem? Now that 100 Thieves are also in that arena. Yeah, yeah, it's true. As well. It's true. Like like, they're ha- they're ha- trying to own every piece of the pie, seemingly.
0: Yeah, like how would their team how would their being a team influence the type of game they make that probably means yeah maybe that that's a good point maybe they'll just stick to single player then you know what i mean like if ah oh, i don't and know it's yeah, tough
1: part and part of me thinks like competitions in their DNA, the company's dna at this point mm. so you and and we know like competition is good marketing for a game as well,
0: yeah. So yeah, I, I feel
1: like there maybe, but like also, single players can be competitive in that if it's a high score system or a certain levels you have to get to, all those yeah. kind of things, you know. Like I just hope they don't do yeah. something as basic as what I suggested earlier, like all made up earlier, where it was like a robber going into the hundred thieves cash out compound and you have to like steal the CDL mm. trophy, and, and yeah. they just pops up out of nowhere and then there's valorade you know there and you have to like dodge them and stuff like that's a bit too right. on the nose. They, I feel you, like you know what two, they could do though seven school project.
0: They could make that multiplayer, though. And have you, did you ever play... Oh, mate, this is such a good idea. If anybody at 100 Thieves is listening, they need they to will take this on will be, by the way, about two of them. Right, good. So they need to pass this on to, to Shot. <laughs> so did you ever play um, Splinter Cell Double Agent multiplayer? Never in my life. Oh, my God. I'm it was sorry. fucking brilliant. It Go was on. so good. So that game is one of my favorite... I, I went and replayed it, actually, and it's pretty buggy. So I don't know if like, I think in, in the ranking of best ever Splinter Cell games, I don't think it's anywhere near the top to most people, but I loved it. Um, and they had a multiplayer and it was three on three. You were either like a, a, like a spy, like an agent and the whole goal was to be like undercover and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you would start in one part of the map and have to go and attack these bomb sites. And yeah. on the other side, the players like you ended up swapping. On the other side the players had they were they were um they were playing it's first person, isn't it? Yeah, first person. So where you where you could only see the gun basically. Okay. And yeah. their job was to defend the area. Mm-hmm. The other the spies job was third person, so you could see the person's like body and stuff. And you, yeah, your job was to sneak in um and destroy the bomb sites. And I think the the side with the guns had um they had a they had a, a sensor on so that when a spy got close to them, it started to beep, and it beeped faster and faster the closer they got. Okay. But it's really hard to see them because it's dead dark and stuff. And Oh, mate, it was so good. I, some Anybody listening to this needs to go on YouTube and just have a look at Splinter Cell Double Agent Multiplayer. They could fully do something like that. They could revamp Double Agent. That would be and, sick. And you
1: start, levels, you start at Level 1, whereas 1, and then... It goes up to a hundred, and there's a hundred thieves. We're going to call them yeah. thieves instead of spies.
0: Exactly, yeah. And, and there you go. Yeah.
1: And now we've just made you at least five hundred mil. Sir. So, in, yeah. so yeah. So instead check. of
0: so instead of attacking bomb sites, they have to go in and steal. I don't know, crown jewels.
1: May shots quiff. <laughs> <laughs> steal something. I still Charles encourages voice collection. box for a bit because he annoys the hell out of me a lot of the time. Um, <laughs>
0: Courage does. <Yeah, laughs> Courage is
1: funny. It? No, he's just, he's just one of those like real American massively over-enthusiastic <laughs> about everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> know, I'm a real English, so I'm just like, mate, just calm down
0: a mate, bit. just shut the fuck up a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, his YouTube video is like, it like <laughs> in before you go to click anything there is. It's a madness, you know? But I, yeah. I one thing I want to emphasize again is how in esports right now, the the IP holders are the ones that are really raking it in, as well as the players that are getting mm. paid. Like if you look in Valorant, like there are players who are average in CS:GO who are getting like between ten and thirty k a month now. Like they're raking it in, they're doing very fucking well for themselves. Uh, teams, mm. not so much. <laughs> they seem to get the shot end of the stick. I was speaking to uh, an executive at an organization last week. While I was walking to the pub, uh, which is just a very weird thing to do, I'm just talking about esports on the way to go meet my mates who want to get slashed. But um, nice. he he was basically like painting the picture of, of exactly how teams get like fucked in every angle. Effectively, like players benefits, uh benefit tournament organisers benefit, developers and publishers benefit. Sometimes they're one and the same. Tor- tournament organisers benefit more Not, more so yeah. than teams. This is how he was painting it. Um, right, okay. I can tell you afterwards where he. Oh, the fact i even said he is compromising a little bit but like where where he works and what he does uh, mm. afterwards uh, it's it's an interesting point of view i didn't necessarily agree on all of it but mm. the way he was he, the point he was basically making is like it makes no sense to like want to create a fucking team right now and to try mm. and keep a team alive right now because you just get yeah, shafted yeah. in in every angle like you get basically another prize pool revenue share is still shite. like if something happens with the team then you get blamed for it there's just a bunch of stuff um so, hundred thieves now expanding out of that and saying no, we want to own some IP as well. Obviously, they they sold two mil. Oh, sorry, they they got revenue of two million dollars in the first month when they sold their like recurring, always on, clothing line, which I can't remember what it's called now. It begins with an R, and it's annoying me that it's not coming to me. But High Ground selling out on everything, and they're seemingly like putting collections out more often as well now. Content, mm. they get hundreds of thousands of views, and they're bringing in more creators. Still, I think they just brought in like Vinny Hacker, who's like huge on on um, TikTok. TikTok, like like millions upon millions of views there, right? So mm. they're they're still finding new ways to gain like uh, access new audiences on the content mm-hmm. front as well, and now you know obviously they've got competition but like being able to own it from the other side and say look like <laughs> we're really not reliant on what we do on the competitive side in fact
0: yeah, that yeah. could be a
1: lost leader for us just to develop fan engagement because people want to support us and I also wouldn't... to just advertise our brand
0: and the the you know the sponsors on the jerseys and such i wonder if they see the esports stuff as marketing you know you yeah. said before like and I how do. how publishers see esports like game publishers <clears throat> see esports as marketing. Um, yeah, that's that's a really good point. Is, marketing is,
1: is for teams. Or, like esports is marketing all round. Yeah, yeah. Effectively, like it's not a super serious sport. You've still got like players who are managed by teams. I think it was announced like there was the face it's, like swag announcement the other day where he signed to like UTA or some big yeah, agency, yeah, yeah. but within it, it actually said he's managed by Phase Clan, which they just they've been getting in trouble for anyway. They're not, uh, so they're not um, registered as a talent
0: agency oh, right. in yeah, LA yeah. and all this kind of shit. But
1: like, so like, it's not a super serious spot where everything's above board and everything is is legit and competitive. Competitive integrity is placed high above Maybe. anything else. It's wrestling. Maybe and it's that's the and yeah eyes yeah. On the sponsors.
0: it's really interesting i've never actually seen it that way maybe that's like the future of esports you know because it's so fractured like we were saying in, a, in uh-huh. another video like maybe the best option is to just accept that it's it the sports itself they're themselves fucking yeah. out. it's difficult it's, isn't it's it tough, to tough. singular or plural um yeah, like maybe the future is to have a business that you want to promote across games to kind of give your team, or give give your brand, sorry, like legitimacy.
1: Yeah, because um, like how are you making money off of a, like competitive operations right now? You get your sponsors, which care about eyeballs outside of competing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, revenue shares, revenue shares from, if you buy into a league, which is a heavy investment and good luck getting like 20 mil back in. the. <laughs> I don't know, within yeah, 10 years, yeah, good luck yeah. doing that, you know. um i think like uh, someone wanted to buy an overwatch league franchise for like 10 mil but couldn't because more than that was owed on the franchise payment still and there's a rule (laughs) where like they can't do that you can't like you can't accept an offer that's lower than what you owe because that has to be covered somehow right on activision blizzard's front so like revenue share and and everything it's still there's there's work to be done there prize pool 90% 90% of it goes to players, effectively. Sometimes it's an 80-20 split, but most of the time it's like a 90% yeah. split. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you look at game-specific stuff, whereas in-game items like Rocket League or stickers in CSGO, the players, when it's player-related stuff, they get basically all of it, unless really? the team tri- like goes against that and then just gets peppered publicly. Because uh, I, th- I think there was some stuff about that. Recently, and also like NIP, again, a Richard Lewis report exposing that NIP just hasn't paid like, hundreds of thousands of pounds like it owes for sticker capsules and stuff to players, both former and existing in CS. Right. Wow. So like there, they're having to like take what they can to keep keep going. I actually think like it might have been nipped that reasoned with it in Richard's report where they basically said, um, look like we needed money somehow. And this was for the cancelled major in Rio, the ESL major that didn't go ahead. Like they did sell some capsules. It was, it was something along the lines of like, well, it wasn't technically player stickers <laughs> and we needed the money it was in the middle of a pandemic and there wasn't much going mm-hmm. on. So like we needed it. And in their contract, it states this and this technically wasn't this, it was that. So therefore we get mm-hmm. to keep like, I don't know if it's a million or whatever, you know, like that's how yeah, desperate yeah. they are for money at this point. But basically to mm-hmm. say all that to say, it's not good to be a team right now. And we don't know yeah, when the fuck yeah. it will be. Yeah, you know, I, I put uh, really I, I put together a list of all the 2021 financial performances of the public organizations, Mm-hmm. Um, like just last week, I published it, and it's scary looking at it. It's fucking scary. I'll look, I, I can link it in in the description below for anyone that's interested. But um, it just paints a really bad picture. So seeing mm-hmm. teams be proactive in any way, like Tempo Storm, obviously are trying to do this. with like their own owner, Raynad, which I'm pretty sure a former competitor, kind of personality turned founder and businessman, just like Nade shot, uh, mm-hmm. trying stuff new, creating like a card game because he came up off of card games. Makes Mm -hmm. a lot of sense if we're following that route. Nade Shot will start a shooter because he was big Mm. on Gears of War, Halo, and COD.
0: Yeah, yeah. tolerant
1: now, you know. But yeah, I I just applaud any organization that are trying to do something different other than starting a fucking agency and then like cross selling their players to get get more money like TSM does and FaZe do, Mm. you know. Like, I don't respect those, but those are actually being innovative. It's sick.
0: Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's that is the future at least for the next ten, twenty years, isn't it? Is diversifying and trying to find different ways of doing things. Uh, the the thought or the prospect of um of a team like Hundred Thieves or an, or a brand like Hundred Thieves making a game, it is pretty fucking sick. Like I'm excited to see what they do with it. You know, watching the hype video with um Nate Shot and is it John Robinson? Is yeah, it John Robinson the guy? That,
1: yeah, the president, COO.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's just sick. Like, I'm excited to see what they do with it, and it really will be a great opportunity for content. I've got a um, question for
1: you. Go what on. What happens if they announce it's going to be a
0: blockchain game, uh, play to earn? Oh my god. Minimum spend. <laughs> minimum spend to play of one thousand pounds. Fucking yeah. I, I've gone. I've I'll gone so
1: hype like nothing else, on not it?
0: I've got. I've gone so cold on on blockchain games, man. Like been reading a a couple of this is so fucking random but if anyone watching um is interested (laughs) subscribe to a really good newsletter from a company called every and they specialize in like specific newsletters yeah um i think there's a newsletter called almanac and one called napkin math i definitely subscribe to both of those they're really really good and they've written a few um about play to earn games and about crypto like basically failing in its promise and things like that really fucking thought-broken anyway that's such a sidetrack um yeah I'd, I'd mate if they come out with a play to earn game that's I'll the only thing
1: i think i can think of right now that would immediately off. turn off 90 percent of the people that would care
0: yeah they, that'd be stupid if they did that just just purely because even if they did it well i feel like the game in an esports community just wouldn't like that at all they'd be like what the fuck are you doing yeah yeah
1: and like the like To be fair, though, they could create NFT versions of their new collections and and introduce them in-game at the same time Mm. as they come out, uh, which is cross-promotion there. Even for the people who don't know 100 Thieves, if the new collection comes out in-game as well as NFTs. (laughs) Also, you could do it without it being NFTs and just have it as a new skin.
0: Yeah. Which is probably the better option. Or like
1: pay $5 and you get the new golf country club-looking ass uh, yeah. Collection that we've just put out. You know what I mean? Have it on your character in game. And then mm. also, yeah, um, Ga- is five, his 10% off. Since you bought it in game, is 10% off the actual collection. Go now.
0: Gamers, is- I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And that gamers have been operating by the principles of scarcity and rareness and fucking, you know, ownership, like unique ownership for decades. Like, you don't need an NFT to do that's that. Why- I think that's NFTs why. I- are the-
1: they're amazing. They're going to change the world. Who yeah. needs to eat food when you can have food NFTs, mate?
0: <laughs> I do think NFTs are like a revolutionary technology, like genuinely, but the whole, get in- I think there's a reason, there's a reason that gamers don't give a shit about them. It's because a RuneScape player that's, you know, max level that's got like the rarest item in the game. You don't need that to be an NFT to prove that it's the rarest fucking item in the game, you know? So, I know you saying. know, these uh, NFT pushes, I feel like, are just, yeah. I mean, they've been slaughtered, haven't they? They really Seems, have. I know we, we've, so, done yeah. a, we've done a video on this. But, well, all
1: of yeah. the profile picture projects and stuff, I think they're 99%, 99.999% bullshit. Uh, oh, yeah. Entirely, right. you know, like the good stuff's still out there. Logan Paul's doing some interesting stuff with NFTs at the moment, if you've seen. No, the originals, no. and he started a decentralized uh, organization around it. Oh like yeah. Nat, like 99 polar polaroids, like documenting like certain things. So the first one was of like Beeple with one of his collections. Another one was a uh, actual like ape, like a chimp dressed up like a particular like border <laughs> Yacht club ape. And mm-hmm. it's like polaroids and, and then it's accessing to this club and they're gonna make decisions based on stuff. So like there are some interesting things coming out. I don't know how the fuck we've gotten to that from starting a game, but <laughs> I'm just thinking this that that is way. Way. What? What the way. Me fuck? talking yeah. about Logan Paul's NFTs—that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you'd never expect that. Um, but, uh, bad. Yeah, bad. so so effectively, I think we unanimously agreed that well, we were both excited to see what's what, though we know it's mm-hmm. going to be a long way off, no matter what it is, because they've just hired yeah, yeah. their first person, which is, if I remember correctly, his name is Pete Hawley. Let me yeah. yeah. Pete Holly oh. is chief product officer. who's basically going to lead the lead the project. Former CEO of Telltale Games, which did all like the story based, like turn kind of based, like narrative based games, which were pretty fucking sick. I played a couple of those. Mm. Um, he was at Mythical Games, and and back in the day, he was vice president of uh, product development at EA. So he mm. obviously has a lot of experience, not just at one company, but um, like several major players within gaming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's an an interesting way of going about it.
0: Blancos is a game that, I think, is it Mythical, the last one he was at? Mythical created a game called Blancos. I see. Blankos released an NFT range or an NFT with Burberry. So oh, right. we, might, we might still get an NFT oh, slash sense. blockchain type game. With yeah, check, check his
1: LinkedIn. Thieves. If it says Web3 anywhere, then we know gamers are going <laughs> lose their fucking minds.
0: <laughs> yeah, some of the fucking drivel I'm reading on LinkedIn at the minute is just... And I'm saying that as an as as a as a fucking blockchain absolutist, like it will change so much. But Jesus Christ, man! Like we yet to see some of the grifters, some of the Web three. What say that again? We
1: yet yet to see all all of this stuff be particularly useful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. Projects and investment opportunities. I feel.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Like hundred thieves, though they did a good job with their their blockchain shit. When they released that commemorative LCS chain, so, told
0: nobody that it was an NFT.
1: <laughs> yeah, effectively, and just like, this is free. Like, uh, minting it is effectively uh, equivalent to printing two pieces of paper or something yeah, along those yeah. lines. Two it, or, emails, like, I think it was. Sending some, two yeah, emails. There you go. Or, or, like, just like seeing two pixels of porn and then turning it off. Like, it's so economically sound and and, and, and economically sound because it's free and also environmentally sound you know so like Mm -hmm. if they wanted to do it I have faith they could try and make it work but it's going to hamper the success of it instantly the moment they include any of those buzzwords you know but I have have faith like they're going to want to do it the right way because this is going to be the fattest thing they've ever invested in
0: Mm.
1: by a long shot (laughs) Mm -hmm. because yeah 60 mil is going to at least cost half of that to get this shit fully going I, I feel and then you've got yeah, the marketing afterwards, be, and so. and the thing is, in like a post Fortnite, um, and but... and like free game era now, like you have to keep content fresh all of the time, or mm. fans lose interest instantly. If you look at like Halo Infinite, like that got absolutely peppered because like the second season came late, like six months after the first or something. Like that. You know, like they demand shit all the time. Like each week, it seems you need to have a new skin or a new mm. level or a tweak to a gun, or yeah. something along those lines, you know? So like the, the work is not just up front. In fact, yeah. most of it probably comes afterwards, an improvement and keeping it alive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, what was I just going to say? Sorry, mate. No, no, it's, I had a thought while you were talking. Steady on. Um, a whole thought. <laughs> Did I? Uh, yeah, wait, fuck, it's just gone again. <laughs> oh mate, it's right there. It's right there. Yeah, the, sorry, that's it, yeah. Um marketing. Would 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 they even spend anything on marketing? If they if, it's if they already pay the front, isn't it? Yeah, but and With if they building in yeah. public stuff. Yeah, it's not the front. So they already pay the content makers. They already pay people like Valkyrie and uh courage um so would they necessarily have to spend anything on marketing maybe it's just part of their contract that like yeah we've got this new game so like you know you need to plug it at least somewhat and i think they wouldn't even need to do that because they all seem to have a relatively good relationship with one another
1: probably so um, and
0: there may be a kickback if like they have
1: a, spe- a specific code or yeah, something yeah. along those lines like a uh, you know Fortnite. i was like the ambassador codes and, and stuff right or creator codes i think they call them yeah no harm in doing that for your for who you've got to see who pushes it the most out of you fuckers. Like, we're not paying you to do it, but you will get a kickback from it, you know? Yeah, yeah. there's so many opportunities. I think it's way more exciting 100, like, learning 100 Thieves making a game rather than hearing like, oh, Activision Blizzard is developing a new IP or something mm. like that because it's just something brand new. Obviously, we've got Dr. Disrespect with Midnight Society yeah, um, yeah. where he sold like NFTs for like a Founders Collection, I think it was. You know, mm. some people hate it, some people don't, but like seeing like creator led and like new age company led, um, you know, like developments like this, uh, excite me a lot more than just the same old, because I don't think they're necessarily forced to do what the norms are. Mm. And also they have expertise in other areas. So how does that bleed through into, into this? Maybe it shows that as a brand new way of rolling a game out or developing a game or building a game, you know? Mm-hmm. Or oh, they could just never get the game out at all. They could get stuck in development hell. They could have creative differences among the top leadership
0: there, mm. and they could waste a lot of money. But they'll learn a lot in, the, in the process see. of that. Eh? Hmm. Yeah, that's one thing you reminded me, Doctor Disrespect. That's one thing we haven't really t- spoken about. Maybe Nadeshot Shot saw that and thought, "Oh, I need to, I need to rival him. I need to." Use you think he feels threatened treatment. by Doc? Possibly. I mean, they're kind of. I mean. They are they are similar. I guess they are competitors in a in a way. Um, in 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 that we are all competitors vying for the attention of
1: people. I suppose. Yeah,
0: yeah, but like I mean, yeah, I suppose there's it, enough room for games from been, both,
1: though, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I suppose. And he has been nature has been running hundred T for a while now, so maybe not. Like he's not his primary income isn't a streamer, is it anymore? Oh, no. So maybe not. And it definitely is for Doctor disrespect. So maybe I was wrong. Cut that bit. (laughs) 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 Joking. I'm done. Definitely leave that that shit in. So
1: interested to see where it goes. If if slash when there are major updates, who knows? Maybe further videos on that shit. I will call it shit because I don't know. Why do I do that? That's a bad habit. Call everything shit instead of stuff
0: yeah but to people out yeah to people outside of the uk maybe they'd be like what is he saying it's shit yeah
1: yeah
0: but people in the uk would be like yeah he's just talking
1: our view ships, like 30% uk is it 30% yeah, which surprises me so I what's our
0: us yeah it
1: didn't show actually it only showed uk which is so strange to me but he just said like 30% uk uk and didn't show any other demographics
0: so uk was our biggest one or not
1: can't tell until I see the others. I don't know. It
0: literally only showed one. It's like
1: it doesn't right. have enough data or something to go on, but it, it does, or else it won't be able to work out if it was thirty percent
0: or twenty nine percent or
1: whatever it was. So it's I'm strange. not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe we've just got some mad Kazakhstani fans out there who love the bit of cyber
0: athletics. Love that. I'd love to see that when we when we get the data for like different I'll countries. A, Imagine if laptop. we haven't we we may well have fans all over the place. Never I don't know. know, maybe it's my whole family watching and they don't class
1: Scunthorpe as like being anything legit and therefore it's outside (laughs) of the UK it's just like something other it's like shit just
0: beyond the wall
1: exactly yeah so maybe maybe it's just me (laughs) mum refreshing videos hundreds of times but uh, no anyway we're not wasting any more time thank you all for watching I need you to go and I don't know stroke it gently the like button but Mm. really pound the subscription button we're over two thirds towards the hundred that we need now to get the custom URL
0: and this always happens on YouTube but our views are way beyond our our average views are higher than our subscriber count, so we mm. need. I reckon we probably get a lot of people that click on a link on Twitter or LinkedIn, maybe don't log into their YouTube account and just watch the video for a little bit and then go off, which is fine. But if you can go through the app, log in to YouTube, subscribe, that's so much better for us. And
1: Billy, you give a tenner to each of the last thirty-three subscribers that we need.
0: Yeah. That's fine. Maybe fifteen.
1: Oh, fucking, hell. I'm gonna create a, create accounts then, mate. That, that's boring. Yeah. Isn't that right here. Subscribe, motherfuckers. We'll catch you on the next one. Cheers.